you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network Podcast. Four wise men once said, I get by with a little help from my friends. But on the Upper East Side, there's the added challenge of figuring out who those friends really are. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And tonight we watched season two, episode 23, The Wrath of Khan. Original air date was May 4th of 2009, written by Sarah Goodman and directed by Janice Cook. Blair pressures Georgina into making amends for her past behavior by helping in a scheme. The rivalry, the rival, <laughs> the rivalry between Nate and Chuck over Blair comes to a head. Meanwhile, Lily hatches a secret plan to help Rufus with Dan's college tuition. Oy, this episode was, I feel, very frustrating to watch. What about you? Agreed. I have. I don't know, man. Like, the whole time, I'm like, okay, I don't like anything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And then what's funny is Ant was sitting next to me, and then he was doing stuff on the computer, and then he stopped and just started watching, and he's making these comments. <laughs> and so it kept his attention. Oh, okay. Which so amused me. Shocking. Yeah, but I know. But I just felt that it was, I don't know, I didn't love this episode. Yeah, it's a little bit. Um, all over the place, I feel, or like the the scheme that they do, I feel like this entire thing could have been avoided. It's not really my favorite plot in this show. Um, as I said a couple weeks ago, like it's a very frustrating plot, but it's it's pretty much wrapped up. So at least that's something to look forward to. <laughs> do you feel because you know obviously the outcome that it's a filler plot? I suppose. Um, what we have in store for the rest of the season, the next two episodes definitely, uh, leads us to going into season three. I feel like this didn't. So, Mm. okay. Yeah. So like what's going to happen from now on is really setting you up for what's going to come for season three. This plot though, doesn't. (laughs) So, okay. Yeah. All right. So on a positive note, you know, the Gabriel Poppy thing is pretty much wrapped up. And now we'll go on to uh, different things and hopefully things that you'll enjoy a little bit more. <laughs> yes, I hope so. Still frustrating things, though, because it's Gossip Girl. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to tell everyone what I came up with for the Glassful of Gossip this week. I was texting Michelle earlier. It was a It was a struggle for me because... They do go to the Russian tea room, and I'm like, okay, so we'll do tea. But then last time I had Poppy on, I did a tea uh, drink. So I'm like, I don't want to do tea. Then I'm trying to think of something like, the bitch is back. What goes with back? And then I'm like, I can't say black. It's just not okay. (laughs) Yeah, no. Black tea, no, it's just not working. So I came up with the Georgina peach, which um, I actually shockingly had all of these items in my pantry uh vodka peach schnapps bubbly came out with the flavor uh white peach and ginger have you had it yet no but you told me you got that and i'm dying to try it's it. very good 
Um, I really enjoy it. It's probably one of my favorite flavors from them. I really like the cherry flavor from Bubbly, too. I just find their flavors to be, like, very prominent and flavorful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some lemon juice and lemon garnish and I mix it all up and it's very good it's very summery very southern you can put it in like a little mason jar and sit out on your porch (laughs) cute I love that list thank you and it's so funny because uh, our listener Mike has sent us a photo of what he was drinking and he was drinking peach tea and I was like how perfect is that I actually took a drink of what I was drinking too I have to send it to you oh what were you drinking well, <laughs> it started off with an orange creamsicle beer mm. that we just got. We placed an order with Andrew from this brewery in New York. However, I was reading the label and it's mixed with milk. Oh. So I was like between milk and beer and the sugar, it's a disaster for my stomach. Yes. So I drank a tiny bit of it and then I switched over to a local beer a velvet see it has lavender in it and it's from greenport brewery oh nice yeah uh well both sound delicious yes if you guys have had it let us know (laughs) yes but your drink i love it and i love the fact that you had peach schnapps on hand yeah my i think my family we always we're not like huge drinkers it's not something we do like weekly or even monthly. And so when we have parties and things, my sister will be like, I'm going to make up this like fancy drink. And so we'll buy everything and like use a tiny bit of it and then we'll put it in our pantry and that's that. So we always have like open bottles of all this liquor that nobody ever drinks. So I decided to take it out of the cabinet this week and make something because why not? We're in quarantine. I have nowhere to go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I love it. Yeah, so I was really happy about the outcome. It it ended up being a, a good choice, I think. So we'll get into the episode. We open with Chuck and Georgina heading back from the camp back to Manhattan, and he receives a phone call from Serena, and she tells him about the Gabriel stuff, skipping town with all the money, and then also apologizes for not believing him in the first place. So actually to go back to your point we made last week where we thought maybe Serena had called Blair first. It seems as though she didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So just Chuck, I guess that's who she trusts and she apologizes. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't believe you, but we have a problem because now all of the money is gone. And so Chuck, of course, leaves out the fact that he has got Georgie in the car with him. Uh, so this should be good, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Head over to the Vanderwoodsons. Serena arrives home and Lily is gushing over Gabriel. How nice it was to meet him. His plan is so great. And so it seems as though Serena wants to tell her mom what's up. But Lily interrupts her by giving her a very expensive Uh, I guess, family heirloom, a necklace, I'm sorry, a bracelet from her great-grandmother's. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And Serena's like, thanks, it's really not necessary. She probably feels really awkward being that her mom's money is now missing and everyone else's. 
And Lily gets a call from the caterer and they decide to talk about whatever they were going to talk about later on. Yeah, it's funny, though, that she gives her this bracelet. She was going to wait till she was 21. 21. But she's so proud of the woman she's becoming. It's like, wow, that was quick. She ha- It really is because she just disappeared to, where was she, Spain? Yeah, Spain with Poppy and Gabriel. Like, what, two a week ago? And now because Gabriel came and schmoozed one night at a party, it's like, you know what? You can have the bracelet now. Yeah. Now's the time. And I think that that's probably like a very CC thing to do, in my opinion. Yeah. Like ignore, yep. ignore, and praise your child for being with an upstanding citizen. And, you know, he's very, it seems to be like he's going to make a lot of money and have great financial status. And so why not, Serena? Let's just praise you for being with Gabriel. But, like, as we just said, like, she literally has not been this wonderful daughter to her and it changes very quickly over the course of the episode Mm -hmm. so after they have their little discussion serena calls blair for some help and so we pan over to it's pretty much leaving exactly where we left off last week blair's still in the same outfit her and nate are still having the same talk of if she should move into his apartment and so blair says serena needs me i have to go and nate is like, wait, I just need you to make a decision on this. But she is torn and doesn't make a decision because as we remember last week, she was very upset that Nate got this apartment as essentially leverage over Chuck. And she's not okay with that, which I understand. But also they're (laughs) weaving very twisted webs as far as like this love triangle, which we'll get to later on. So Blair ignores this question and Nate decides he's going to come and help her with Serena against her better judgment. <laughs> After that, Serena fills Nate and Blair in on what has been happening and she's having a hard time figuring out what was real with Gabriel and what was fake and things just feel really off, but she has a plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you think her plan was initially, if anything? Honestly, I thought it was just going to be to trap him. Like, hey, can we meet for kind of act naive and just Mm -hmm. meet with him? Not really tell him anything, but like, oh, I want to see you so badly. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And then just meet for drinks and then. Yeah. And then the fact that she believes that he'd meet her. I I still think she's so caught up in this and still can't believe what's going on because she's like there's you know there's something about him like what was he telling me things that like was he making up his feelings for me and so I just the fact that she's like yeah I'm just gonna try and meet him I'm like well he ran away with the money supposedly so what makes you think he's gonna meet you but I guess she feels that there's some sort of connection there right yeah so as she's telling them that the plan We have a scene where Chuck arrives back to the penthouse with Georgina, but of course he makes her wait in the other room while he joins the others. And Serena is in the middle of leaving a message for Gabriel stating that she might be pregnant. (laughs) And she's like, okay, so now we'll wait for him to call back. And even Chuck agrees. And like everyone in the chat was like, yeah, this seems to be a plot that generally works, like the old pregnancy scare you know serena's like oh he'll call back he'll call back then chuck says i you know i want to make sure that you call the cops 
and like trap him and she admits that she didn't and he's like wait 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 you guys are scheming this plot it's so like not well thought out and you guys are naive to think that this is going to go your way and I just I just don't get why she wouldn't call the cops and then she says well then my mom will find out it's like okay your mom's a big girl. I'm sure she's had to deal with some sort of fraud in her past or knows kind of how to handle this. So why wouldn't you tell her? But that's She would me. be the first person I would tell. First person. And the fact that Serena can think she her plan and that she can handle it, like she's got it. Yeah. I'm going to get everybody's money back. She's so how? proud. Really? And she's like, this is my problem. This is my problem. It's like, no, he scammed everyone, not just you. So don't make it your responsibility to fix all this when he scammed everyone. He scammed very high-powered, rich people that can easily find him and get someone on his case and arrest him. But they don't do this, which is so ridiculous to me. And Serena says... That just because, you know, Gabriel took the money and ran doesn't mean that he doesn't care about her. And she believes that he'll call her, like I said before. We get a really quick scene to tie in Dan a little bit. Rufus and the kids are on the street walking. He's super chipper and, like, saying hello to people on the street. The kids Yeah, he's, he's so, so happy. <laughs> but he reveals that he's going to propose to Lily that day, but after he gets Eric's approval. So sweet. Yeah, I thought that was a very sweet nod to Eric. Right. To actually yes. include like, him. He's the man of the house. Let me ask for his permission. I love that. I thought that was great. And I love yeah. when we get to see Eric. Yeah, me too. Dan then gets a text apparently from Serena claiming she's not coming to brunch because he thinks she's sleeping in. She's not a morning person. Yeah. But of course we know she's dealing with a bunch of shit and decides to not come and Dan decides to liven her mood and get her out of bed by bringing her a dry cappuccino. (laughs) I don't know why this makes me laugh so much, but sometimes Dan, I said it in the chat, like he has these one-liners that I'm like, where are you from? What century are you from? It just is so Wait, the line where he's like, I'm going to bring her a bone dry cappuccino? Not that, not the bone dry cappuccino, but he's just the way he's like so a matter of fact when he says things. And I don't know if that's like... Mm -hmm. It's like him him explaining, like, yeah, I know I know a trait about Serena, but the way he says it, it just sounds so fucking pretentious to me. And I just yeah. can't I can't wrap my head like around it. Like he's all knowing. Yeah. He's all knowing exactly. and gets, yeah. he's always mm-hmm. t- telling someone something that he knows and I it rubs me the wrong way. Not saying that I didn't like Dan in this episode because I felt like he was the only one who had a head on his shoulders, but we'll go into that. Yeah. So Dan joins the uh the group hang yeah <laughs> jan joins the group hang essentially yes and he overhears what's going on and is very worried because rufus invested his college money to this guy and serena's like oh shit i'm sorry i didn't realize and right away dan's like i'm gonna go tell my dad so serena's like no you can't tell your dad please just give me like a few minutes i'm going to figure out how to get it back i don't want to involve our parents like please Please don't call him. Right away, Blair says that the only way the money will come back is by an act of God. And in a really (laughs) funny scene, they have Georgina walk in with this, like, angel church music, if you will. And everyone's so confused. They're like, wait, 
what is happening. Everyone starts arguing, yelling at Chuck, yelling at this person. Nate's telling everyone to shut up. I think that's so funny. But as this is happening, Gabriel does, in fact, call Serena back. Right. And we meet up with him later on. And they go to the palace which I still can't believe anything he says to be true. Regardless if it is true, the way Same. he presents it, I just don't believe it. I just don't. I still don't. And I, I'm still racking my brain if this is all false or not. Right. So am I. And this is like the third time I've seen this. And this is the fourth <laughs> yeah. time I've watched this episode in like two weeks. And I should have like an inkling by now, but I don't. Right. And so Serena admits that she's not really pregnant, but in fact, she's just a fool because she's naive. she be- believed him. Yeah, she's just naive. <laughs> and of course, I have to agree that she is. And yeah. so she begs him to return the money. And he's not willing to and you kind of see that he probably doesn't have this money and so Serena kind of get catches Chuck's attention Chuck comes over with his security guards and tells him that you're not leaving this hotel until we get this money squared away and so then Gabriel claims that Poppy has all of the money and he explains that she scams people for money and she's a like her luxurious life is a facade and just like you predicted Michelle she's essentially mm-hmm. an Anna Delvey really yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> not to the extent but pretty bad yeah and when they met this is what he claims when they met they both tried to scam each other right off the bat but then ended up pretty much going into business together to scam others so then Chuck like calls him out he's like lost we know what a Ponzi scheme is and so Gabriel admits to Serena that, yes, her family and her were a target at first, but little did we know he was falling for her this whole time. Sure you But were. is that true? <laughs> See, I don't know. And then I'm also like, but I can't believe it because you stated things were just business with Poppy, yet the audience sees you kissing her and, like, having her jump into her to your arms, like... There has to be romance there. I well, just... yeah, I th- I think maybe they're like evil lovers, right? But to to go as far as saying like, oh, it was just business. It's not just business. Like you're still involved you... sexually. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Do you think on break we can get Shanna to send a voice memo of her thoughts on this since she's of seen course. the show and loves this show? Yes, actually, I just it was funny. Know. I was talking yeah. to her about it earlier, and she told oh, me she were. was going to come to the Netflix party, but she didn't. Shanna, where were you? Yes, Shan. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I will try. Yeah, on break, I will call her, and we can record and see what she says. Okay, because I want to know how she feels. Because obviously, I'm. It's my first time watching, and I'm like, I don't know if I believe you watched it a couple of times, and you're still like, I have no idea. I mean, so I want to know what Shan. I thinks. feel as though, yeah, maybe he is telling the truth because he was dumb enough to come and meet her like obviously he must have some sort of feelings for her true yeah but like it's hard but it's truly hard to believe anything he says and so but then like does this mean he has a redeeming quality and we like him now because i don't right no i I definitely don't like him (laughs) but i guess it was to show like maybe serena's judging character wasn't like the absolute worst (laughs) Oh, okay. A potential lover, you know? I don't know. But uh, 
so then Gabriel states that Poppy told him that she'd buy him out and they were going to meet and bring the money, but of course she never showed. So she ran off with the money. While all this is happening, though, Dan does go meet Lily and reveals to her the whole scam, even though he's kind of reluctant to because he doesn't want Serena to be mad at him. But it's also like, this is your dad's money. (laughs) I don't blame you, Dan. I totally don't. And so, of course, Lily is surprised, but instructs Dan not to tell anyone of this incident and including Rufus of course and she insists on handling this in her own way and Dan is like super thankful like yeah whatever you rich people do please do it I don't know what it is and they sweetly hug because he's obviously like in a panic mode right now (laughs) it's also just amazing that the Vanderwitz and women you know, like mother, like daughter. Yeah. And like daughter, like mother are like, no, we're going to handle it in our own way. I know. It's so true. Like there are parallels there and they both think they're doing the right thing. But I yeah. mean, obviously there are other people out there that don't think that they are. And like prime example is it's prime example is the Humphreys. Like Dan doesn't think Serena's doing the right thing. And then later on, Rufus is like, what the fuck are you doing, Lily? Like they don't believe what they're doing is the right decision right so outside the palace as serena gabriel and chuck are talking georgina is trying to get blair to forgive her and she claims that blair is the (laughs) only one that hasn't forgiven her at this point chuck comes out and states that poppy is the one that they should be after and i'm still like um hello gabriel is right there and he did shady shit like (laughs) He's still involved. He's still involved. The issue. He's still scheming. And so Serena, like, basically just, like, lets him go. She's like, all right, bye, Gabriel. Like, we're not, you know, we're not pressing charges right now. It's like, why are you letting him go? And so even Chuck says, like, why did you let him go? At least get my private eye to, like, investigate him to make sure what he's saying is true. And the gang is has figured out that Poppy is only staying in town because she thinks that she's fooled everyone and that she was scammed by Gabriel too, even though now everyone's onto her and they know she's in need of money. So they scheme a plan to get Georgina to meet up with her, which I mean, obviously Georgie is less than thrilled about because (laughs) she's a changed woman. Yeah. Yeah. Over at the Vanderwoodsons, Lily meets with the best business manager, Bruce, who we've met in the past, to figure out how to handle all of this. Serena arrives home, and Lily reveals that she knows everything that's been happening. And, of course, Serena assumes that Dan is the one to tell her, which we know that he was. So Serena tells Lily that she's going to fix everything, and Lily states that, she's going to fix it. She's handling this adult problem, as she calls it, and that Serena should just let it go and allow Poppy to just be free. And, of course, this doesn't sit well with Serena. She doesn't want Poppy to go free because she did something horrible and she stole all these people's money. Um, But Lily is just dead set on Serena not getting involved in all of it. What did you think about Lily's plan? I don't know. I think it's maybe over my head. <laughs> like, I struggled I struggled hearing this because like it sounds like I like I don't agree. Like, yeah, Poppy should get arrested. 
but also like I don't know how to handle rich people issues. So I mean, yeah, but I guess I have to trust me, her. <laughs> yeah, but Lily is just gonna per- like pretend these people's money went into actually something and give dividends as they go forth, and it's gonna come from Lily's pocket. Yeah, and this is the better instead of facing embarrassment and fraud this is what you're you're gonna take this instead of the person get in trouble and keep scheming people in different states right and it's yeah essentially they're still scheming people it's like yes of course i mean granted lily's still giving them their money but it's not in what they invested in and like this right thing that gabriel did is not happening so it's just wild to me that this is the best case scenario of what lily feels but then just to keep up appearances and for nobody to know that the Vanderwitzens fell under a fraud at, well, and all these people fell under fraud right. at a Vanderwitzen party. Right. She's making it seem as though it fell through and then they're giving their people, like Gabriel would be giving the people their money back. But in reality, it's Lily. So, like, I get why she did that, but also it's like we, yes, it would be bad to have Serena in a scandal but he fooled everyone it's not yeah, like she but purposely did it you know 100% like so I know Serena fell under it but then again it's not like people are getting their money back because it was a bad investment or the because as we know she was gonna pretend that Rufy was getting these dividends yeah right. so it's not really like oh this didn't happen you're getting your money back it's like no we're gonna pretend this is going through but just you know you won't know how or why right it's 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 not it's It's a lot of work it is a lot of work and it's not a great plan in my opinion i mean obviously i immediately go to like let's get these people arrested but i guess that's not what lily had in mind and also like then Serena let Gabriel go, so apparently she didn't want him to get arrested. It's just a whole big yeah, thing. Yeah, maybe that's more work, trying to track down that yeah. person and have proof. I guess. Rich people problems, right? right? Ugh, don't want that. <laughs> no. So Serena does eventually leave, obviously upset, and Lily is figuring how, out how to pay everyone back. But she asks Bruce to make Rufus's payment a little bit different. So, yeah, we will get into her dividing his payments into... Um, dividends. As, into dividends, but what what into a mutual fund, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> wait till he hears about that. Uh, meanwhile, while that's going on, Rufus and Eric go on their walk and Eric wants to make sure Rufus knows what he's getting into. It's, it's funny. He's like, I know my mom and I love her and she's great, but sometimes she can be crazy. Like, she is a Vander Woodson after all. Yeah. But Rufus assures Eric, like, he knows what he's getting into and all those other guys weren't right for her. And so Eric reminds him that she has been married four times and you know, all of those proposals were pretty extravagant. Like, have you thought about what you're going to do? And Rufus is like, uh, yeah, I thought about it. And of course, we know he's probably panicking inside. <laughs> Poor right. Rufus. At the Waldorf residence, Blair is trying her best to persuade Georgina in helping with their plan. And of course, G- Georgina won't help 
because it goes against her beliefs. So then Blair tells her that this is a good way for Georgina to earn back Blair's forgiveness. So, of course, Georgina agrees. Of course, yeah. Serena calls Blair and states Lily told her to call off the plan and not to do anything until she's heard from her. And so, obviously, Blair is confused. As Serena hangs up the phone with Blair, she walks into her living room to find Poppy having tea with Lily. And, you know, Poppy's still upholding that victim story and of course Serena and Lily don't buy it but Serena is wondering why Lily is not calling the cops and locking the doors as we all are wondering why if they have her like right there but Lily said like listen I'm still doing this my way please don't do anything that's going to backfire my plan and this just infuriates Serena even more because she does not want Poppy to get away with this a quick scene at the loft. Dan is receiving a phone call at the house, which is informing Rufus about the uh, investments and that it's on its way and it should be there in about six weeks. And Dan's like, wait, I thought that that all fell through. But Bruce says that, no, it's still on and you'll be receiving your payment. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like hearing that after everything. Like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> At the Waldorfs, Serena does arrive and tells Blair that they're going through with the plan anyway, regardless of what Lily said. She just doesn't want Poppy to get away with it. And so Blair brings out the new and improved Georgina and introduces herself as Sherilyn Phillips, the daughter of a rich oil owner, and she's excited to meet a new friend in New York. So (laughs) Serena is just very happy with the outcome of all this and you know Blair's project of course it's perfection it's the next day the gang is preparing Georgina for her scandal and Chuck wants to make sure that you know everything's perfect he's smelling her she smells of desperation and they state that Georgina will have a recording device in her bag and once Poppy talks about money they can blackmail her into giving the money back So I was a bit confused by this at first. I'm like, wait, why don't they just call the cops? But again, they're not calling the cops. Yeah, but then they end up having the cops. Right. But that's only because Lily called the cops. No, I know. But I guess that's I know Lily called the cops, but I thought they had the cops like once this all goes through, the cops are here. Uh, Did they all assume that someone else called the cops? I think they were waiting for Chuck to have his private eye there or something. Okay. But then Chuck leaves after he has his whole thing with Blair that we'll talk about. So I don't really know what the plan was. But I guess in my head, I'm just going to make it as though they wanted to get her on tape telling telling Georgina... But then again, no, because she thinks Georgina is Sherilyn. So I, I don't really know. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, she's going to get her on tape saying that she stole all the money. And so that will, they'll use as evidence. But no, they just want her to talk about my money. And that way they can bring in this the cops. But it, it, it all failed, and needless to say. Uh, so as they are all leaving the penthouse... Serena gets a call from Dan, who's confused as to why Rufus would still be getting his portion of the investments, and Serena is angry that he told Lily about everything, so she eventually hangs up on him in the elevator. 
At the Vanderwoodsons, Rufus and Jenny arrive to unpack and decorate the penthouse. And he bought all of Lily's favorite things, her favorite wine and flowers, chocolate, and he also made her favorite meal. It's so sweet. I thought this was a great idea. Me too. Like, please tell me everything that you know about me and that I love. Like, it's great. I would love for someone to present all of the things I love in one room. Like, that's great. Yes. And Jenny says that it, you know, as much as you think this proposal is not that extravagant, it proves that you love her and you know her very well and it's going to be great. And so Lily arrives home early. They thought they had a little bit more time. And so Jenny goes upstairs with her to stall. And then she comes back downstairs telling her about Twilight, which like, LOL, um, how the times have changed. Right. But they really haven't actually because Midnight Sun is being released all these yeah. years later. Uh, are you guys going to read it? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Lily gets a call from Dan questioning the payouts and reveals that Serena is still scheming this plot towards Poppy. And Lily is like, What the hell? I told this girl to leave it alone. She hangs up to call Serena and ser- tells Serena, like, I demand you to stop this now. Please stop your plan. And Serena's like, no, mom, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Aye, aye, aye. As she's on the phone, though, Rufus is digging in a draw. And I guess we were to assume he was maybe looking for a lighter or candles or something like that. But he pulls out the paperwork from Bruce with all of the investors and his payout and so he's super confused and obviously upset by this so but what do you think this would be tucked away in the office yeah it was a stupid place to put it really stupid he's always finding shit i know he is (laughs) either we're to assume that lily is not great at hiding things or that rufus is just always looking for something (laughs) right right yeah uh before we go back to rufus and lily though we're at the Russian tea room where their their plot to meet Poppy is. And to me, it's such an interesting turn of events here. The first scene we see at the Russian tea room, the gang heads in to the restaurant, but Nate wants Chuck and him to stay outside so they can talk. And I'm just blown away by <laughs> the words that are coming out of his mouth. And he's saying to Chuck, like, listen, I... You told me you weren't in the game of Blair anymore, and he's questioning his motives, and he thought that, you know, this wasn't the path he was going to take, but obviously that's not true because of the information, I guess, that Blair has, like, given him over the past day or two about the limo situation, and, I mean, I guess Nate was jealous of that, and so... Nate states that he's like was angry, but really can't hold on to the anger because he now knows that Chuck is lying to himself. He's not lying to everyone on purpose. He's even lying to himself about how he feels about Blair. And either you're going to man up and tell her how you feel or just shut up because I want to be with her. And I just was like, what the hell is happening here? What did you think of this scene? Because I don't even know how to formulate words properly. Yeah, no, I just kind of rolled my eyes. Yeah. And it's it's like they're playing a game of ping pong and Blair is the ball. Yes. And it's like back and forth. And it's like, Chuck, if you're not done with her, 
then I want her. She's mine. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Guys. But I almost feel like Chuck and Blair have Nate as their ping pong ball. And 100%. Also, um, yes. Blair and Nate have Chuck as their ping pong yeah. ball. Yeah. It's like, it's just Very a, well said. You know, like it's a whole, it's a whole circle. Like, Whatever works for the moment. And so I'm just like, wait, Nate, if you want her that badly, then you man up and tell and like tell Chuck, like, hey, it's my turn now. You had your shot. Please back off. I would never have been like, yeah, go tell her how you feel just in case you decide to tell her how you really feel. And then therefore you guys could be together. It's like, wait, what? I don't know. Is it just me? I don't know. No. (laughs) I mean, I think probably our listeners feel the same way, but I would love their insight of these chair fans. Right. There's some hardcore, hardcore chair fans that in my next couple of scenes I'm going to talk about, um, I would love to hear what you guys think and feel about them. Um, So as we're watching Georgina and Poppy meet, the gang is like watching from afar Chuck and Blair, they are speaking quite pleasantly at first, and Chuck even laughs. It's like, what? Who knew he could laugh? (laughs) And Blair tells Chuck basically that he's the reason why she's waiting on moving in with Nate. And she asks him again, what are we, Chuck? Again, wanting Chuck to give her that answer of like, yes, I love you. Yes, let's be together. But ultimately, he lets her go again and states that it's just a game to him, even though it's not. And then Serena overhears this and asks why he just did that. And he says it's because he loves her. I, okay. And he can't make her happy. But like, you didn't even try. (laughs) I, okay. Mm. We know that this weird chuck and blair back and forth exists right and we have now seen it way too many times that i think we don't need to reiterate it to the audience and i kind of wish we just don't see it anymore yes we know it's happening let's just fucking drop it until they end up together and married or whatever's gonna happen with them because it's just so annoying Mm -hmm. the constant and I think about other shows like teen dramas where this goes back and forth, but I think this one in particular is just this constant like it's, this is over way worse. episodes. Yeah, it's so annoying it's so, and it's so drawn out and yeah, so dramatic. It's so dramatic yeah. in a way that like, yes, I understand you have history together, but also right. it's like. You guys are just kids, and you don't even know what's going to happen. And I just can't believe that Nate is okay with Blair waiting for her answer from Chuck in order to like them to progress. I'm just like, wait, what? That yeah, and also the fact that yeah, and the fact of Blair being like, okay, Chuck, if you say it is, I'll be with you and just drop Nate. Like everybody's just willing to drop the other one. so to true. see who's who's ready and up to the plate. Yes, and even like, like, y'all should just whole, be single, right? Everyone should just be single, and it's just it goes back to me to the Natessa situation of like I'm breaking up with you because it's easier to just now be with Blair. Like we're now Blair's mm-hmm. ready for me, so I'm gonna be with her, and it's like the same thing. And to me, it's like they always say insanity is 
repeating the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? And like Blair to me and Chuck and Nate, they all seem insane because they're all doing the same shit over and over and over again, expecting something else to change and it doesn't. And the thing is, I could never be with one of them because I would always think about the other one. Yeah. Like with Nate and Blair being together, I don't know if I was Nate, I'd be like, wow, she's, but I know she's in love with Chuck. And then if her was dating Chuck and they were going bad, if I was Chuck, I'd be like, wow, she probably is thinking about Nate right now. (laughs) Right. So it's just a clusterfuck that I just don't want to see anymore. It's just too much. It's just not necessary. And um, it's tired. It's tired. It's very tired. Yeah. But things will spice up a bit. Not in a a great way, in my opinion, but a little bit towards... uh, Beginning of three, at least. Uh, so Georgina's talking to Poppy, and she gives her the cash from the Bible church, Bible camp, and the cops are waiting outside to catch Poppy, but little does you know Serena know that the cops are actually there to arrest her. And so Georgina gives Poppy the envelope, Poppy leaves with this money right away and the cops are out there and Serena says, I, you know, Poppy's inside and we're going to get her. And they're like, are you Serena Vanderwoodson? And they arrest her. And you're like, wait, why are they arresting Serena? And like, my first thought was like, oh, maybe they thought she was involved in this scam. And like, that makes sense. Yeah, same. And so everyone's like, wait, no, you have the wrong girl. But Serena gets driven away in the cop car. (laughs) Blair then runs in to Georgina and thinks that Georgina set up Serena and states that she's evil and she's always going to be evil and she really gives her a piece of her mind and you can definitely tell it resonates with Georgina because, I mean, ultimately she, it's, you, you know, you never know. To be honest, it is Georgina. So, like, she could have scammed them so much that she ultimately wanted to like get back at Serena and she could have set this up. I understand. Like it's very possible, but in my gut, I truly feel like at that point in Georgina's life, she was a changed woman and same, like she didn't do it. And so of course Blair thinks the absolute worst in her because they are enemies and she gives it straight to her. And later on (laughs) it makes a difference on Georgina but we'll go back to the Vanderwoodsons. Rufus is confronting Lily about the files. And she explains her plan and she doesn't think it's a big deal. And Rufus is like, how is this not a big deal? You are pretty much humiliating me. And she doesn't want him to look at it that way. But of course he does. And so they are arguing and how embarrassing it is for Rufus to be paid out by his, you know, fiance if that was going to even happen. But... As they're talking, Lily gets a call, which we, I mean, I assume it was from the police, and so she leaves. And so we pan over to the police station, and the cops state that they arrested her for theft, and they confiscate her great-grandmother's bracelet. And so Serena's like, wait, 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 this was a gift, it's mine, you can call my mother Lily Bass. And so the cop is like, wait, Lily Bass is the one who called this in. You're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is evil. And so Lily tells Rufus that she had Serena arrested and she needed to remove Serena from the situation. And Rufus cannot understand 
why she did this. And Rufus compares her to Cece, which is like the lowest blow you can say, and also brings up the fact that he tried doing this to Jenny back then. Yeah. And yep. she refused to do it. So, like, how hypocritical is that? Yeah. He's like, I just wanted her to be, you know, to get handcuffed. I didn't want my daughter to go to jail. And you're so much as, like, literally shoving your daughter in in jail, which is, how do you justify that? So, um, Lily does notice, though, all of this stuff that Rufus has displayed for her and questions what it all is about. And Rufus claims that it was a mistake. Ooh, burn. Yeah. Sad. Really sad. Uh, Chuck arrives at the police station and he goes in to talk to the police because he thinks he's going to, like, you know, work his magic, but leaves Nate and Blair outside to talk. And so she admits that she doesn't think that they should move in together. And Nate questions why the change of heart and... Did she speak to Chuck? He's like, oh, did Chuck tell you not to do it? It's like, okay, so we already set it up that Chuck has to give the answer in order for them to make a decision about this. And so she states that Chuck gave her her answer. She tells that to Nate. Chuck gave me Mm -hmm. my answer. Yep. What? And, like, how is this okay? They're all playing a game, in my opinion. Like, not just Chuck. Like, it just, they all are. Yeah. Like, how nate's playing the game of if blair really wants to move in with me you know we'll we'll test her and see what chuck says and then you know blair's like i'm gonna test it and see what chuck says it's like wait why are we relying on this one person to figure out a very important life step of moving into each in with each other which granted they're 17 18 years old it's probably not the next step for them yeah but but then they laugh it off and she's like just invite me to prom right she's like yeah and he's like yeah I, you know i didn't think it was a good idea either and she's like wait what the hell are you talking about and he's like i just i i was using it to force our issues and i don't think it's and i think it's a, a big step and yeah she laughs and says like prom would be more appropriate and so then her phone rings And it's Georgina on the other end. And she's talking in the way that old Georgie would. And she informs Blair that she's taking care of what Blair and everyone else couldn't do. A.K.A. the poppy stuff. So Blair says to Georgina that (laughs) Jesus wouldn't approve of that. And (laughs) Georgina simply tells her to inform Jesus that the bitch is back. (laughs) and they show she's sitting in a car waiting for poppy's car in front of her to leave so they could follow it did you expect georgina to change this quickly i didn't i don't know what i was expecting right i know it's it seems so incredibly quick like they just introduced this character reintroduce her and now they're like unless she's like i'm back and i'm getting my bible camp's money Right, like she's she's doing it, but like also for a good cause kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like we, badass yeah. bitch. Like, yeah, you're good now. Right, with yeah. a little edge. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah. Um, our last few scenes, though, at the Vanderwoodsons, we see Lily, you know, having a glass of wine by herself after her fight with Rufus. Rufus heads back to the loft and gives Dan and Jenny the ring and tells them to return it for him. Which the kids are like, yeah. "Wait, what?" <laughs> Yeah. It's awful. Outside the police station, Nate and Chuck and Blair, they're all working to get their connections to help Serena get out of jail. 
And so Blair tells the detectives that the bracelet has been in the family for years and there's no way it could be stolen. And as she's talking to them, our last image is Serena getting her mugshots taken. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, she's pissed. And knowing that her mother got her into jail or put her there is like even worse. Imagine like sitting in a jail cell knowing that your mom like called in a tip for you to be there. I I can't even imagine it. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he said, wait, Aunt, come here. He had he had words to say about the jail. Oh, please. Scene. Oh, my gosh. Okay, um, I thought it was extremely irresponsible for um, her to use uh, like taxpayer money, first of all, to like put her child in timeout. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, as far as I can tell, probably there's not going to be any real repercussions, which I think is uh, very telling uh, in you know the just the world that we live in today, where there's you know the you know one percent wealth you know gap and all you know all that stuff you know like the the economy the way it is mm-hmm. and all and all that nonsense you know mm-hmm. yep thanks Ant. thanks yep. Ant. <laughs> no because when we finish watching the episode and he's doing dishes he's like wait wait wait, wait. so <laughs> you're telling me that woman because remember he didn't meet lily when he was on the episode oh, he was I'm on sorry. He, yes yes he didn't he didn't no, get he didn't. he didn't meet lily so he's like so that's her mom and i said yeah and he's like so you're telling me She's using taxpayer dollars <laughs> to put her child in timeout. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. He's like, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. I'm glad you agree, Anne. It's like, yeah, it, she could have done anything else. She just needed yeah. to extract her from the plan, but it it, it was- a, It's extreme. It was a very extreme move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll take a break and maybe I'll get my sister on the phone a little bit and we okay. can chat with her and uh, we'll come back with your segments. Hey you! I have something exciting to share. What if I told you that we were running a very special offer? Good. I have your attention. Our network is turning four. I am sure you have heard of Patreon by now, but if you haven't, it's a website where you can support your favorite creators like us. This platform is essential in allowing us to produce all those pods that you enjoy. Maybe you've thought about pledging but just haven't followed through yet. Now is your chance to join our Patreon family. For the month of May, new members can receive over 35% off our IT3 Podcast Network subscription. That's right! For only $4.99, you will be able to experience all of our bonus content that you're currently missing out on. Those perks include the ability to listen to our episodes a day early and without those pesky ads, hang out with us during our Zoom meetings and Netflix parties, access to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, such as Riverpod and my new mini-pod, Crashing Down with Liss, a Roswell-inspired podcast. In addition to all this, we think you'll truly enjoy getting to know everyone and form some pretty cool relationships. 
this is a limited time offer, and we would love to have you become part of our fam. Whether you choose to join or not, we still love each and every one of our listeners and appreciate all the support you have given us throughout these years. Come on, just think about it. We'll be here. So we're back from break. We're going to start off with our very, very lame trivia. (laughs) The episode (laughs) title is based off of the movie Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan. Oh, K-A-H-N. Got it. Um, Gabriel Edwards, this is his last appearance, so he'll be on the island from- Really? Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like we have unfinished business here. I know. I feel like maybe oh. it was sort of like a filler and they just kind of did what they did with it. And wow, maybe okay. eventually, well, you know, maybe they thought they could go back to it at some point. But there's just always so much that's happening that yeah. I guess they didn't. So much, but yet nothing. <laughs> yeah, but nothing, right? And um, the episode actually takes place on May 10th and May 11th of 2009. This is kind of like a trend in the last couple episodes that um, the day that it premieres, the episode is like based off in, in sort of a couple of days later in the future because this was um, May 4th. So it's, it's so weird to me because they're dressed and look very cold. Right. For May. I mean, we're it's pretty chilly here. It's yeah. been. But, but also it's going to be like 80 this weekend. <laughs> no, I know. But I just feel like in TV shows when it's a May, they're not wearing coats, scarves, and gloves. Right. Agreed. I guess we're supposed to assume that. I don't remember exactly how 2008 into 2009 went for us weather-wise, but maybe it was just a really, really cold winter and like they just didn't. Because remember it was like still snowing past, like it was still snowing in the spring when Nate had his Archibald, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, right. Vanderbilt, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soiree, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, music in the episode, we had Hearts a Mess by Gautier and Oh, 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 Oh by Say Hi. <laughs> That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight O's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was all the music we had, so we can go over to our questions and comments. Um, actually last week I forgot to mention we did get a nice email from a girl named Anna. She stated that recently she's been spending a lot of time on Netflix and listening to new podcasts. This is now her sixth time rewatching Gossip Girl and she's not even embarrassed to say that. And she wanted to reach out and let us know that our podcast has made rewatching this time around so much fun. It feels like she's sitting down with her best friends and rehashing everything from the first time that she saw the show. And she can't believe that that was 10 years ago, by the way. Wow. And that the podcast has really helped her stay sane during the quarantine. So thanks so much, Anna, for reaching out. Thank you. Going to go over to Instagram. Start out with Jessica, Mrs. Boquist. She said, Hi, ladies. So much fun tonight, as always. I don't have much in terms of notes. I only saw one headband, the one Georgina wears to the Russian tea room. 
This is another frustrating episode for me. Seriously, everyone might be my shittiest except for Rufus, and then Georgina is my MVP for her act as Sherilyn. No fashion specifically stood out to me. I did like Blair's beige coat with the pop of baby blue, and I liked Serena's casual look with the black moto with the black leather moto jacket and beige striped shirt. Her favorite quotes, Blair, ugh, I don't think Jesus would approve of that. Georgina, you can tell Jesus that the bitch is back. And she gave me some um, words for next week, which, girl, I do have a lot of similar ones. So thank you. Our buddy Michael Dell underscore Vasto on Instagram says, Hey, Mitch. Hey, Michelle and Liz. Here are my comments and questions for this episode. Overall, majority of the characters were pretty shitty, which everyone agreed on in the Netflix chat. I don't blame Dan for going to Lily. It was his college fun and future on the line. I probably would have done the same thing. I feel bad for Georgina. She didn't do anything wrong and didn't deserve to be yelled at by Blair. If you were in Rufus's position, would you have taken Lily's financial help? Mm. Well, <laughs> I feel like he didn't take it. She just gave it to him. Right. He didn't ask for it. She just gave it to him. And he had repeatedly stated that, like, he was doing everything he could to get the funds and didn't want to take Lily's money in this. So at so. this point, it's interesting. Well, it will be interesting to see where this all leads. Mm. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Where do you think it's going to go with that? I have no fucking idea. I mean, <laughs> I am hoping. Well, okay. Poppy's not on the island, right? Um, I freaking hope not. not. We have unfinished business. So I don't think she is. I mean, if the bitch is back and Georgina we see is chasing Poppy, unless I don't know how they're going to do this. Unless Rufy's like, I'll take a big financial like he's going to lose all of his money or is he going to be like, I'll pay you back. I don't know, because now I feel like him and Lily are on the rocks. Right. She's not on the island, by the way. OK, I would hope not. Um, it was I couldn't remember. Um, Yes. Yeah, so I I know it's. <laughs> It's hard. Hmm. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, he also said, do you think it is his pride that won't allow him to take the handout? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, I do. He said, quotes, that's a Carrie Underwood song, not a life choice. You can tell Jesus that the bitch is back. I only saw one headband in this episode. Georgina was wearing one at the tea room with Poppy. Georgina is my MVP this week. Side note, how is Michelle finding the books? Has she listened to any more? That's it for me. Can't wait until next week's episode. Oh, Mike, so sad to report that the books are no longer with me. Um, That journey ended quite fast because after book two, none are available in audio versions and except for the last book. So everything in between, if I wanted to, I'd have to purchase them and actually read them. And I'm not going to do that. That sucks. Yeah, it really does suck because I was really enjoying them for mm-hmm. what they were. But Right. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Jess and Mike. We also thank have you. Vic. She says, this episode was filled with so many plans, police, and talks of payments. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was so frustrating. Okay, so I wanted Serena to tell Lily since the beginning, but what the hell? 
Lily is acting so superior like before. She did sound like Cece. Of course, Padge told her, and I thought, well, it's serious, but when she said to not do anything because it's a scandal, come on, Lily, you win the shittiest. <laughs> come, uh, uh, I don't get Chuck. You love her? Tell her. You don't know if you can make her happy until you try. And her, I thought she was all into Nate, but clearly she's still in love with Chuck. Who invites his girlfriend to move in just to push the issues they have? Right. 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 Lost Nate, that is. I feel so bad for Rufus. He was so ready to propose and then he get and then he gets all this. I did like that they planned using Georgina, but I think the plan was a bit weird. It's interesting that she's back because they took Jesus' money. And it's all Blair's fault that she is acting like that now. The pregnancy scare was funny. I mean, it's the first thing that gets a guy's attention. But seriously, how long were they together to even have one? Right. Um, well, yeah, I guess a few weeks. And like I did say in the chat, they were in Spain together. And that was probably like, what, two weeks ago maybe at this point? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So maybe she could have had a scare. But um, she said... The only thing I liked was the ending with Blair, Chuck, and Nate trying to figure out why Serena was arrested. To me, the trio is the MVP just for that scene. The rest of the episode, they were all horrible. I would have given it to Rufus, but come on, snooping again. Oh, I don't really think he meant to, like, snoop. No. Uh, She said, do you think they are going to find out who had Serena arrested? Who do you think will be the one to find out? Chuck. Well, Serena already knows who got her arrested. Right. Um, but I think Chuck will find out. Because mm-hmm. don't you think? I mean, he's has the Serena's always the one who's like, call Chuck, make sure you have Chuck. Yeah. Or... Right. Uh, she said, do you think if Rufus tells Padge what happened, he'll go and tell someone like always? <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he will. Uh, what do you think Georgina will do now, now that she's back? I think she's going to connive and get her money back. Hmm. She said the Netflix party was great like always. Thanks to Mike for making it go through again. Till next time, stay safe and healthy. Um, I don't want to be mean or anything, but if I thought like Georgina, I would have roofied Poppy's drink so she falls asleep and can't get away like she did. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good point. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it for our questions and comments. Thank you to everyone who sent them. Thank you. Um, let's go into fashion and headbands. I only had one as well. Same. I had the one. Yeah, Georgina's headband. Um, I liked Jenny's blue and black plaid jacket we see her in in one of the first scenes. Yes, and I like Serena's light blue jacket that she wore in the opening scenes. Yeah. I liked Serena's sparkly black blazer. I like mm-hmm. that jacket a lot. Yep. Oh, I liked Blair's Easter pink outfit. You did? <laughs> yeah, I felt it was like fun. It I don't know, it made me laugh, so I have to give a nod to it. Yeah, I thought it was a bit like out there, but like with the pink stockings and then like oh, the everything. yellow shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like interesting choice. Um, I did actually like Dan. He had like a gray waffle, like long sleeve shirt. I thought mm-hmm. that that looked nice on him. I did write down that I liked Lily's work desk. Oh, 
I liked her desk and all the things on it and her reading glasses. Yes, she always has great reading glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that dress that Serena was wearing, the gold one with like the circles on it, I guess, that she wore towards the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, that was a great dress. I think that's all I have, actually. I had Nate's suit jacket because I feel like it was a random thing for him to wear, but I guess they were going to the Russian tea room, so mm. he decided to dress up. Mm-hmm. And Blair's also at the Russian tea room. She put on that black dress with like the lace cutout yeah. thing. I like that a lot. Uh, quotes. Yes. I love when Blair says, I got out at 53rd and made a run for it, but he's faster than he looks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blair, are you trying to have me killed, Bass? When Georgina showed up. Yeah. Serena, I'm not pregnant, just naive. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so I, true. I actually laughed out loud with when yeah. she said that. Don't you miss Dior, Prada? <laughs> um, Dan, I just want you to do what you people do and get my dad's money back. <laughs> also, Blair, he would love you more with some styling when she's giving Georgina a makeover. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck. Chuck, in other words, she's a Fauchelite. I believe his name was Jesus. They can download Kirk Cameron movies. Yes, Kirk Cameron. Love that, Georgina. If I have to feel like a fool, I might as well do it with a tan, Poppy. Mm -hmm. Poppy. And then everyone seemed to like this, that that is a Carrie Underwood song, not a life choice. Yeah. (laughs) You have any more quotes? No, just the last one, obviously, of Georgina, but we all said it. Yeah, I'll you let can Jesus, tell Jesus know that the bitch is bitch back. Is back. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we can go into MVP and shittiest. It's tough because everyone's this shitty. It's really tough. I mean, I don't necessarily love my MVP, but, you know, Same. we'll discuss. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Three, Three, two, two one. Georgina. Chuck. Oh. Georgina. You guys, uh, most of you guys picked Georgina this week. Yeah, I feel like she took one for the team. And as much as she fought against it, whether it's a truth or a lie, I, I did believe her in all of this, that she did want to help. And Blair manipulated her to help. And I feel like she did a pretty good performance with Poppy, and she was hesitant about giving the money. But when she saw the text of, okay, the police are here, you can give her the money, she gives her the money, and she even holds on to it for a second. Yeah, She's like, Ooh. So, yeah, for her to take one for the team. And then for Blair to insinuate that she pretty much is a liar and the person behind this, like, go Georgina for getting her bitch gear back and going after what she, yeah, you know had to start so yeah that's why I chose um, her I agree I agree a lot I feel like maybe Georgina should have been mine but I picked Chuck because I disliked him the least um out of everyone I felt like he's always the one to like stand up and like immediately go to like help someone in need especially Serena I feel like he loves her like a sister and like has a soft yeah. spot for her. And so yeah. anything she asks, he'll do. And as much as I don't like him saying that it was just a game, like he does admit to Serena now that he loves her. And so 
I mean, how is that not going to get back to her, number one? It's going to get back to her, by the way. Yeah, but, so. like, it doesn't matter because Blair knows. No, it doesn't matter. We all fucking know that Chuck is in love with Blair, but he can't He can't do it right now. So, pretty much, everybody's, right. Chuck and Blair's life have to be on hold and filled with filler relationships until Chuck is ready. Right, which is, it's like, bullshit. ugh. It's so annoying to it, watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, overall, I liked I liked his one-liners, and he pretty much was the only one that kind of got, like, he would have had a, a sound plan, but ultimately it was Serena running the show, so there was no way it could have ended well for anyone. Yeah. Uh, but he was there for support, you know. Shittiest. Everyone yeah. was pretty shitty, but. I just want to give it to everyone, but I have two. Yeah. I have two. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, three. Yep. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Serena and Lily. Oh, good choices. Yeah, good choices. I, I I copped out with Poppy, but no, I, I don't think that felt like she was the shittiest. Like you're the one scheming everyone this entire time, but also Lily and Serena were scheming people too, sort of. Yeah, kind of. And you know what, Poppy? Like, yes, you're scheming, but. Who's the fool? The people who fall for it, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Lily, I picked the shittiest because of the way she's handling it. And again, maybe I don't understand how the rich do it, but right, right. The fact of just the way she handled everything, putting her daughter in jail, I get, and all of this just so she doesn't have to deal with a big thing and an outlash and embarrassment. It's like. I just can't get behind that. And then Serena for thinking she can handle this when she can't. And she shouldn't. She shouldn't have to feel this weight on her because mm-hmm. she was schemed by the guy she was sleeping with. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. All right. So we can go into Patron of the Week. Yay. It's Patron of the it's Week. It's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. I have multiple patrons this week. Um, we had a few new pledges to the network, and I just wanted to shout them out. We have Jacqueline, Carolee, and Eileen. Thank you guys so much for joining Woo! our family, our little, cute, adorable, sweet, like, sugar family. Every time I, like, see people chatting in the Netflix party, I, like, have a smile from ear to ear because I'm like, oh, my God, they're so cute. Like, they just... They want to get to know each other. What are you guys drinking? What movies do you guys like to watch? It's just, it's so much fun. We have the best Patreon family ever. And we're so happy that you're a part of that. So welcome to the crew. <laughs> Thank welcome. you. Welcome. So Michelle, I will give you our title for next week. Yes. And your three gossip words. Three gossip words. Next week is a really fun episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I'm looking forward to watching it with everyone. Um, it's the penultimum, if you will. So generally, okay. they're good episodes. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's titled Valley Girls. And my three gossip words are history, prom, sister. Are, are our shows synced up again? Yes. Yes. There's prom in both episodes next week. 
And we're talking so about crazy. Let's talk OC because on OC yeah. next week is prom. So isn't that wow. crazy? <laughs> okay, so history, prom, and sisters? Mm-hmm. Sister. Sister. Or you could use sisters, but sister was the word. Just Okay, one. so we have prom. And obviously Georgina isn't going away. So maybe Georgina and Serena, since they have a history, maybe I don't know how this ties in with prom, but maybe they go into their fake accents again and they act like sisters and mm. somehow this finagles with Poppy. I don't know how that will work with Poppy, but something with that. Okay. Yeah. And so prom is like a given. Prom is a given. And then <laughs> I'm assuming Nate and Blair will go together because they made the joke about it. Okay. And Do you think anyone else will go together? Or if they have I'm sure dates? Serena and Padge. Maybe Padge will bring Jenny. There's oh. a sister thing that could be in with that. Uh, Serena will fly solo or maybe she'll be like working on all of this. Or maybe she doesn't even... I don't know, aware that she's Georgina's in jail working right on now. This? Oh, that's true, but I'm assuming she's not going to be in jail for long. Okay. Like, to me, this whole jail thing is going to, either we're going to open up and she's walking out of jail, or she's out, or she's just like, this is so ridiculous that <laughs> I can't see this going on for very long. So, yeah. I'm- and then the minions, of course, will be present. The minions. They have to be a prom. They have to be a prom, yeah. What about history, though? Well, that's where it comes in with, like, Georgina and Serena having history. And Mm -hmm. Blair and Georgina. Like, Georgina has history with everybody. Yes, she does. So that's where I think that gets tied in there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great predictions, as always. Thank you. Thank Um, you. Like I said, I'm very excited for you to watch next week's episode. I think you're truly going to enjoy it. It's a different vibe. Um, It's fun. It's a lot of fun. So um, who do you think could be Gossip Girl at this point? Uh, It's really tough. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I... Gosh, it's such a struggle. Like every week, like I know it's coming and I'm like, think about who you think it is. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know who it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I get, I don't know. I, I truly have no good because I, I mean, I have people, but I check them off my list. I'm like Serena and here's why she isn't and Blair and here's why she isn't. And Chuck, here's why he's not. And Jenny, this is why she's not. So I guess we'll just pick Poppy is tipping off Gossip Girl. She's just stirring up shit while she's here. Okay. So kind of helping her, but it's not her. Okay. Jury's out still. <laughs> I have no strong gut feeling yet. I know. Um, I do will say, though, I have given you kind of like inklings in the past that by the end of this season not that you'll obviously you won't know who gossip girl is but like she comes like she's there you're like okay like she's present and like will uh, stay present i feel like the first two seasons they kind of didn't 
as we know in the books, it's not a, not a thing. Like, Gossip Girl's not a thing. It's just the blog, and, like, that's it. But I don't know if they truly knew where they were going to go with it, so they didn't really develop it until later seasons. So I know how hard it is for you to be able to predict because, like I said a million times, like, we didn't predict anything at this point either because it wasn't there. Like, it wasn't prominent for us to be aware of her, so... I mean, I'm just still hoping that it's Kristen Bell, but, you know, that would really be, that wouldn't be a mystery at all. Or would it? Twist! (laughs) Right? Um, So, actually, to follow up, last week I posted a, uh, the... Amazon, an Amazon Prime video of them at the Paley Fest. Yeah. So I know that you watched it or listened to it. I did. So what did you think overall? I thought that it was very, I found it very entertaining. And the fact Ed Westwick is so, I don't know, he came out very cold. Mm. And just either, I don't know. It was, to me anyway, as I was listening to it, like you would ask him a question and it would be like one word answer. Yeah, um, definitely. Like, I and feel like I've said it, I said it before, but I feel like everyone kind of embodied their characters yeah. almost during the interview. For sure. And I felt that Blake was the most talkative, the most bubbly, mm, mm-hmm. which they were all like, it was very entertaining, but, um, and I did enjoy the questions that the audience asked and how Josh and Stephanie handled them and they talked about how Georgina was coming. So that was exciting to hear them talk about that and kind of what their plans were. And people were like, how did you, you know, you were in California and the author, she was worried. She's like, how are they going to do this? Is this going to be like a teen drama in California? And it's like, well, no, they read the (laughs) books. Like very prominently in New York city. Yeah. Like we're not going to do another California teen drama. So Right. I mean, yeah. how, like, lame would that have been if they <laughs> all of a sudden, like, took the rights to this story and then they completely changed it to the beach and made it, like, the OC part three? Like, we didn't need to yeah, do like, that. Yeah, like, no, they wouldn't do that. They no. wouldn't do that. It wasn't necessary. I love, but I like how much they do, com- like, talk about the OC in it. Yeah. So I felt like that was nice to, like, reminisce yeah. of where they came from. Obviously, that's our other show that we talk about each week, so... I was like, oh, like, yeah, both of our shows. But if you guys haven't checked it out, it's on Patreon. The link is uh, public for everyone. So if you want to, you know, type it into your Amazon Prime and watch it, it's about an hour. It's just fun. It's yeah. good to go back and watch the cast from season one. Everyone is super young. It's really funny. Um, but, you know, that's uh, that's all we have for this episode. Next week is episode 24 of season two. One more left after that. Wow. And then we start season three. Wow. Wow. Um, But also very, very exciting because we get, you know, growth. There's more things to come. I'm excited for a season three. Um, A lot of our listeners are excited for a season three, too, because lots of guest appearances and things like that. So I am excited to continue this journey with you as always Michelle I hope that you like it (laughs) yeah it's definitely entertaining and I feel that it's it's I will say this it's not what I expected oh interesting yeah I thought 
as I am enjoying this show and I'm enjoying watching it with you and our podcast and our buddies. But I really thought this was going to be one of those shows that I'm like diehard obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. one, it's a Josh Schwartz show. It's a teen drama. It has Michelle written all over it. But it's like week after week, I'm like, wow, these characters, as much as I love talking about them, it's no one where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. And you know what? I feel the same exact way. And like who who would have thought that all these years later that I would have that same opinion? Because when I first watched the show, I was in love with this show. And like maybe my sister definitely influenced me on that. She was very much obsessed with it. So then I became more obsessed with it and the relationships and obviously you know how much I loved Cher but at this point right now I there's not one single person that every time I see them I get excited for except for like Cyrus or Eric yeah I love him and I Lily Lily on a good day but yeah on a good day the other kids I'm just like I want to just shake you right just shake you yeah so that that part is definitely Interesting. And I'm still trying to battle. It's like, okay, well, obviously we know you love the OC, Michelle, right? But is that because I grew up with it? Nostalgia. But then with, and I've said this before, like One Tree Hill, like by season end of two, like I was, I loved Peyton. Like I loved Peyton and I like, there were characters, like we loved Keith. Like there were characters that I, my heart like loved and this is like I watch and I and it's fun to snicker at and I love the world of it in terms of how ridiculous and the outfits and it's New York. But I'm like, wow, I actually don't like any of you. So that's, that's exactly how I feel. It's tough. Um, yeah. yeah, it is tough. I I have such a deep connection to our characters from our other podcasts way more yes. than I do for yes. this one. And not to say, again, like you said, like not to say I'm not enjoying it because I am and I yeah. love how completely different this is from the other shows that we've watched before, but I definitely wouldn't put it like in my favorite shows at the moment. No, same. Which is weird to say because I feel like at a point in my life, I loved this show, like very much so. so. Yeah. It's just interesting how you, your opinions change and your views on things change and where you are in your life makes you realize certain things about people and traits that you just don't like. And a lot of these people have those traits. And so, and I feel like Cicely, the author, she, as you said, you, she wrote them kind of like none of them were really likable. And so it kind of mirrors that, like there are people who do get more redeeming qualities on the show, but to the core, they're, like, not good people until way later in their lives, I guess. And maybe I'm just greedy and want character development faster in terms mm-hmm. of the them growing as people. But it's like we grow a tiny bit and then we're five steps back. Yeah, exactly. And then we grow Especially a tiny bit. Blair, I feel like. Blair yeah. And- Chuck maybe in the be- like more so in the beginning like he's kind of just like on even playing field right now but like yeah. Blair yeah. I feel like she truly goes up and down Serena for me right now is really difficult to watch um you know not like the worst thing ever but her choices make her not as likable as I think she's supposed to be or it's was also in the beginning yeah and I think I've definitely said this before too so I apologize for being a broken record but it kind of like with Melrose Place, 
which I watch. That's one of the shows I watch in real time with Melrose Pod. And there's not one character on that show that you're like, yep, I love them. Mm. They're all so ridiculous. Like, every time you think a character, but that's like a, that's like soap opera. But this is kind of a soap opera, too. Yeah, I'd say it's a very mild soap opera. Yeah, but but like 90210, there were characters that I instantly loved, you know? Yes. Same. Melrose plays some, which isn't a teen drama at all. That's why it's more of a soap opera drama. It, it, there's not one character where I'm like, yeah, you're a good human. They all are so crazy, and but it's fun to watch. And so that's how I feel with Gossip Girl. Those are like yeah. two shows where I don't really have a favorite character, but I very much enjoy watching it because it's, ridiculous and entertaining yes yeah Yeah. agreed yeah but obviously you guys have your opinions we love to hear them don't feel don't be afraid to send us emails or you know your your comments and questions on social media we're at three gossip girls pod on everything uh three gossip girls pod at gmail.com if you are an Apple podcast user and you haven't wrote us a review or a ranking, it would be cool if you did, but no pressure. We would love to see what you guys think of the show. And if you want to join our Patreon family, you can get your discounted price for the month of May, only $4.99 this month. You can head over to ittakes3network.com and support the our support our network and join our Patreon family. And next week... It's crazy. We are going to be wrapping up season two very, very quickly. All right, guys. Until next week. Thanks for listening. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. Girls.